Hello, and welcome to Skidmark Central, um, a podcast where Dak just doesn't feel like showing up sometimes. Uh, no, just kidding. Uh, Dak is still out on his like actual job trip, some weird thing about having a job. So it's, uh, it's me again, solo, you, me, and me again. Uh, so, yeah, we'll just hop right into it, I guess. We've got Richmond happened this past weekend, and it it was a doozy, all right. Um, just one of those races where there was so little grip, it seemed like, that people just couldn't do anything. I wasn't really, or at least from my eyes, it didn't really look like much of a aero issue as just a handling issue with people and and them trying to save tires more than race each other because it was probably about after 20 laps the tire drop off was just ridiculous so compared to like I want to say it was 140 laps I could get on fuel so tires were for sure the limiting factor and people were we're racing like that and and yeah it was just a big race of tire conservation and yeah trying to not get past and pass people while not using your tires uh, <clears throat> so we we got Tyler Reddick he started on the pole with Kyle Busch on the outside um, kind of stayed like that pretty much the entire first stage you had Kyle Busch kind of dropped back quite a bit uh, outside the top 10 the first stage he just dropped like a rock probably just used his tires up too early and then had nothing left because the first stage was 70 laps and everyone decided to to do that on one run obviously because you could make it on fuel and people thought they could stretch tires that long uh, but it was after 20 laps the, the race pace dropped by 2 seconds a lap so that was a huge drop off once it hit so everyone just trying to feel their car out get to the first stage without losing a lap so we had Tyler Reddick like I said winning the stage never gave up the lead led all 70 laps so that was, was good on him <clears throat> so we we get all lead lap cars pitting and uh, I want to say Byron no Reddick, yeah, Reddick won the race off pit road with Bubba Wallace uh, on the outside. And you have, uh, I believe it was, yeah, Wallace taking the lead. Um, and, yeah, it goes from there. And it's kind of a, a split bag here. So the, this stage and the next stage are about 160 laps each. Uh, and... And you have two options. You can split it up like you did the first one and, and do about 70 to 80 laps per uh, tire or tire run. Or you could split it up into thirds and pit about every 50, 55 laps. And, yeah, it's it was crazy because yeah, pitting that one extra time really, really made a difference for, for everyone. And... The, just the loss on tires is crazy that you could make up a one hole pit stop within within 50 laps and then some 
So you have pretty much the whole field split in this stage into thirds. Uh, I mean, all within about 10, 15 laps of each other, they, they split it into thirds. And But you did have Suarez, McDowell, and Truex all try and make it on two or one stop alone. <clears throat> and Suarez, it ju- he was just having a, a rotten rotten luck day no no good at all he just they missed on the on the setup for sure uh at at the very least so he he kind of faded very fast after trying to do this this um pit strategy then you had mcdowell and truex left truex he actually did pretty well he i want to say he finished top 10 in the second stage so he he was able to hang on and and kind of even out with the or even out the the pit or uh, lap times with the rest of the field and uh and it worked out for him but mcdowell not the same he he was kind of right in the middle between truex and suarez i believe he ended up losing a lap right before the end of the the second stage but he was able to i guess somewhat survive it on on that poor strategy or not poor strategy worked out for truex but but not really for anyone else. Um, so then we have pit stops uh, to start or <clears throat> in between the stage. At, oh, I guess I should mention Keselowski won the stage. Uh, him and his teammate Chris Busher were really showing up today, uh, especially in stage two on these these long tire runs. So they they were were the class of the field for sure. <clears throat> um, with Keselowski edging out Bowman and or not edging out Bowman he was uh, a lap down at the time but he uh, I believe he finished ahead of Hamlin I want to say in the second stage no it was his teammate um, so they were really putting it on him uh, so then we have pit stops and yeah everyone pits and everyone takes four uh Goodyear tires. Then we got Keselowski leading his teammate on the restart. And we've got Keselowski just, I believe he gets the lead. Yeah, he takes the lead. Or I should say, keeps the lead from Busher. And they start riding again. There's a little shuffling around in the top five, but, but not much. It's just people getting settled after the restart. And we. Um, get some pit stops again because it's I want to say it's 170 to the end so people kind of split the the stages up in the same way except Truex is the only one to split it up in half he pits once because it I mean it worked pretty well for him last time and it's less time on pit road and also uh, way less time being potentially a lap down so that if you can make it work, one stop is definitely the the way to go. And so you get everybody starting to pit halfway or about a third into the run, <clears throat> but you have Keselowski having a, a long pit stop on this first one, unfortunately. He, he pits at a weird angle, kind of causing uh, a slow pit stop for his, his pit crew trying to adjust to how the car is sitting in the box. And he... He loses, I want to say, a good three seconds on that stop. So he, he, I think he comes out once it cycles around this first time. He comes out about fifth. So he he went from the lead down to fifth, which kind of stinks for him because he had a he had a really fast car today. 
So we had Truex obviously leading until he pits, um, and then he uh, um, gets or sacrifices the lead to Chris Busher, who takes first once he or once Truex pits, and Truex slowly is starting to work his way back uh, right when the field starts to pit again for that that last third of the run and you yeah everything's pretty clean um but reddick he gets a commitment line violation during this last pit stop so he has to make a pass through penalty which kind of kind of puts a the end to his day he was he was running top five pretty much all day so that kind of stinks for him but but uh with how Keselowski and Busher were running, I, I'm not sure it would have uh, made much difference, at least for the win. Um, then, I think it's with about 25 laps to go, Busher finally catches Truex uh, on fresher tires, so he passes Truex relatively easy <clears throat> and and starts, starts pulling away. Uh, but then Suarez is a very bad, no good day continues to get worse who gets hit and spun by Gregson with just under 10 laps to go so this really kind of bunches up the field uh, no, not really any decision here at all everybody's coming down to take four tires you'd be you'd be a fool to stay out there on old tires uh, especially with with how fast they they wear down you would have just basically caused another caution if you you had stayed out uh, and we pretty much stand pat. We get Busher coming out um, with uh, Denny Hamlin second, and that's how they restart. And Hamlin gives Busher a pretty good fight, but then overdrives uh, one of the turns on the restart and, and just loses everything from there, and Busher sails to his first win in the year. So that's um, uh, good for him. Uh, oh, I guess I should mention we had Sindrick, Ty Dillon, and Almondinger all, all crash, coming to the checkered flag, uh, on the last lap. So just some back markers there, racing hard at the end, uh, getting all tangled up. But Busher locks himself into the playoffs, which was good for him. I mean, he was, he was already up by a substantial amount. Probably, I think it was like just under a hundred points coming in. So he would have had to have a couple bad races. Uh, to end the season and also some some new winners to get kicked out of the playoffs but getting a win seals them in uh, for sure and that's uh is good for him because uh ever since Keselowski joined last year this RFK team has, has been taking leaps and bounds better from from where they were before Keselowski came on um, so glad they're turning them around because they they've historically been a really good team uh and and it was kind of a, had a down year up until Kozlowski joined, so glad to see they're, they're having some good finishes. And it, it looks like they actually might both make the playoffs, depending on how many winners we get at the end of the year, or new winners we get at, towards the end of the, the season here. <clears throat> so, speaking of that, the standings coming in, we've got... Uh, let's see here. It's 14 drivers locked in on points with the last four still up for grabs. 
So we've got Harvick and Keselowski pretty much miles ahead of everyone else. Uh, they essentially need new winners to that don't include them to round out the rest of the regular season for them to to uh, not make the playoffs <clears throat> with Harvick 182 up and Keselowski 151 up. So the only way that get tricky for them is if we get a couple new winners and they fade down towards the bubble. Uh, then it, then it'll start getting a little tighter. But otherwise, we've got McDowell last one in at plus 18 over Ty Gibbs, and then Almondinger and Suarez uh, are 22 and 34 out uh, respectively. Uh, Suarez was right on the bubble and actually uh, just to the good, but he he had quite a few bad runs as of late that's really plummeted him through the standing so he I mean unless he turns it around 34 backs not the worst with four races to go but if we get any new winners or if he keeps his slide going it's it's game over for him which is unfortunate um for track house uh and and the Suarez team but in the middle uh noted that Bubba Wallace is 54 to the good so he's he's got a nice little points cushion he's just gotta make sure to keep that keep up with the the good runs he's coming up on a few uh good track or I should say a good track of his at, at Michigan so he should have a, a good solid run there um but road courses he's known for not doing the best and then we all know that Daytona is a crapshoot so who knows what happens there? So it, it'd be good if he got a good finish here at Michigan uh, to, to solidify some points before we get into some of the poor, or I shouldn't say poor tracks, but more wild card tracks. Um, yeah, so it's tighten it up. Only four races to go. We got Michigan next, and then I believe it's Indy, Watkins Glen, and then Daytona to round out the regular season. So some interesting tracks here to end the end the season, or end the regular season, I should say. On. Uh, we'll pivot over to, to fantasy quick. We have me beating Dak. Uh, I think Dak won last week, so I, I stretched the lead back out again. Uh, and and we'll see if we can get, uh, get this lead going even further into the playoffs here. So with the with the season winding down, I'm, I'm still trying to burn up my uses on, on some good drivers here before we get to... Like I said earlier, the the wild cards of the road courses and and um, and Daytona. So pretty pretty. Actually, I think it's the same lineup as last week. Uh, just shuffling some some uh, people around. So I've got Kyle Busch, Denny Hamlin, Martin Truex Jr., Kevin Harvick, William William Byron, and in the garage I got Kyle Larson. Uh, and then for my matchups here, I've got Chris Buescher over Suarez, Harvick over Blaney, Eric Jones over Harrison Burton, and William Byron over Kyle Busch. Um, yeah, we should be should be a, a good one here. Uh, got I don't know, pretty much seemingly all the front runners that have been finishing on the ovals these past few weeks. So hopefully they they keep doing strong for me at Michigan. Uh, going into news and notes, they there was a tire test that was supposed to be at Loudon, but with that rain out, they pushed it to Richmond. Uh, they had some pretty good feedback uh, from the drivers. Just to sum it up, not much really 
good feedback coming from the chassis and aero adjustments that they made, uh, but they they tried a couple sets or different sets of tires that Goodyear brought, and they they had some good feedback on a, a few sets of tires. So hopefully they can they can build on those tire changes and then and then um, uh, make some corrections on those aero changes so for next year, so we can get some some good uh, good hard racing on short tracks again. Which, which would be fun. And then I saw that they just came out. Oh, I guess first, I think I mentioned it last week or the week before, but it's official that Corey LaJoy has signed a multi-year extension with Spire Racing. So he um, he is has got a, a solid ride in the Cup Series for the next few years. Uh, he's definitely there was kind of some speculation to see if he'd jump up to one of a, a better ride with a few spots opening up at the end of the year with retirements and and other other things but that he decided to stay with Spire and I don't know maybe maybe they got something going and and can build on it but he's he's been having a pretty good year this year uh got a chance to ride in uh in was it Bowman's or Elliot's car for for a week and didn't do the best, but it was good seat time for him in a in a higher cup car. So maybe you could take some learnings there, bring it back to Spire, and they can take uh, a few more steps forward next year and, and start competing a little more. Uh, the other big news coming out is the 2024 Hall of Fame inductees got announced for next year. Uh, two two most notables are Jimmy Johnson and Chad Knauss. Uh, there's a couple other people I think that I saw in a different article, um, but I am not able to find it as of now. Oh, here we go. And uh, Donnie Allison uh, is rounds out the three drivers going in to the the Hall of Fame this next year. So good for them. They all had amazing careers. So it's um, yeah, it's nice to see. NASCAR get a Hall of Fame. I want to say it was only like five to ten years ago that they brought in the Hall of Fame. So I feel like they're they're slowly starting to to get towards um I guess we'll call it current series of uh, or current drivers that have been racing. I don't know since like two thousands as as they start to retire because the first couple times was just getting in the backlog of of great drivers uh early in in nascar's history uh because uh yeah just trying to catch up for years lost of not having the hall of fame but we're starting to catch up and and get some get some new or i should say newer faces in that that have retired in recent years and not trying to to make up for lost time so yeah excited excited for this and excited for those guys that got inducted uh, I, not really seeing much other uh, news here. Uh, so yeah, I guess uh, we'll make it a quick one here, and yeah, end it. So make sure to watch Michigan this upcoming weekend. I think it's Firekeepers Casino Four Hundred, uh, Sunday, August sixth at two thirty Eastern. Uh, on on USA if I didn't already mention that so yeah watch the race gonna be a good one 
getting down to the end of the, se the regular season here. It's, it's tight points battles everywhere. Uh, it's it's going to be fun. See you next week, hopefully with uh, Dak back. We, we will see. All right, goodbye.